0: Howdy-do, Beccaroos? Greetings from the Uncanny Valley. This is the Westworld Podcast on the Incomparable Network, and we are here to step into analysis for episode six, Fidelity. And by we, I mean your hosts. I am Kelly Gamont. With me, as always, employee of the fucking month, Don Melton. Hi. Party on, Don. A- am I now... I just thought you were gonna go tweet, fucking tweet, because that's I think that's just gonna have to be a thing now. Oh, which I love just so just
1: wait until next week. I'll bring that one back.
0: <laughs> just to keep me on my toes. Cause we've established a baseline. Yes. Um so as I said, we're here to step into analysis for Fidelity Episode six, what I've been thinking of as the last episode of of storytelling and plot advancement before we get to episode seven and eight, because we've decided those tend to be like the finale tends to take up two episodes or a little bit longer than usual. And how right all of this is, we have no idea. We'll probably get now at this point, we'll get a whole nother episode of actual storytelling stuff. And then the finale will be like 45 minutes.
1: Um, Exactly. Well, I certainly hope we get some more of this kind of storytelling because yes. we said in the reaction show every time i think oh this is my favorite episode of the season the next episode <laughs> comes out and then and, and then it i realized after, yeah screws it all up and then i realized oh god i have even more work to do for analysis so i'll get into the work that i've done for analysis after we go through some other intros and by the way we i will unfortunately in in my whole repertoire here i will have to talk about some things that are coming up so we may have to honk the spoiler horn earlier than we normally would but i'll try folks this is westworld seriously (laughs) and by the way if you haven't seen this episode what in the hell are you listening to us for
0: I'm going to go with that as well. I will say that one thing that that you and I both have found with this episode, and then we're going to get to the primary topic because it's a thing that we keep meaning to talk about and end up talking about all kinds of other things first. But before we do that, it sort of sounds like this season, everyone's kind of flailing the same as us as opposed to before. We've occasionally had like someone who did videos that was like, really on top of things, or we found somebody that had a really good theory on Reddit or in, in some other dark corner of the internet. And this time it seems like, um, well in my native land is nuttier than a squirrel turd theory. Yeah. And we've got some, and then we've got a, a bunch of people like us kind of going, mm. <laughs> um, and... Well, uh,
1: some of my favorites to rely on to make myself sound smart for these shows that <laughs> yes. I actually from youtube videos or other websites some of them just say i got nothing and yes. others are wacko there was there were i should say at least two people early on who called the shifted time frame
0: mm-hmm.
1: more or less correctly we mm-hmm. didn't really find out until <laughs> and, that's right. and that's <laughs> the only thing they got right and that's basically the only thing they got right. that was impressive though they called this like with one episode and I'm like, how did you do that? How? Yeah. And that has been the great achievement for people on the outside. But really I've been, I've been pulling my, my perfect hair out all day uh, going over to interwebs and just reading stuff and listening to stuff and going, Oh, that's horseshit. That's just nuts. So what I did was like I did last week. I backed up and I tried to categorize everything and okay. I, I created five five categories of information. And I did find out some interesting things doing this and it, okay. it clarified my thinking. I categorized things into the known, into the assumed, in, into the unknown, which is unfortunately a big category. Into yeah. the previewed, which is previews of coming attractions or previews of the season, the things that we saw in those haven't actually shown up in the actual live show. And finally into the leaked, because one clever person on Reddit today remembered <laughs> something from a leak that was very interesting. I will say mm. that was the one that was the one gem I found today. Okay. So to go over what we know just so we're all playing with the same deck. We know that Bernard, every everybody's favorite Nostradamus player, was <laughs> in the Sublime for 20-plus years running a bazillion simulations. Yeah.
0: 27 or something? Like they get kind of iffy on the math, but yeah. like We've heard a few different numbers, I think.
1: Well, yeah, it actually could be 27 because he was in there while... Caleb and Maeve were uh, doing some of their stuff. So anyway, it doesn't, the exact number doesn't really matter as far as I know. We know that Frankie is C all grown up. And they actually said it out loud this episode to confirm that. We know that, and I sent you that picture after the episode because I thought it was hysterical. (laughs) C is for cookie. Good enough for me. It was a picture of the cookie monster. We know that Caleb really died. That's not. Caleb Correct. frozen or in a jar, and he died twenty plus years ago. We know that Haloris made a host copy of Caleb mm-hmm.
0: to find
1: out what he had that she doesn't have. Which pants. Is, we were actually pants. <laughs> yes, we were actually theorizing <laughs> about this last time. We come to find out. Well, son began that is why she she cloned him and tortured him.
0: Yeah. We know and I have a theory about that because I feel like there's something to it and we'll talk about it. Oh,
1: I'm getting that in the list of the things that we assume and that we don't know. And I bet I'll strike on your theory because I bet we're going down the same path. OK, next so. one is we know that everyone is in the same time frame. All as the of now. Characters. Yeah. All the stories We we're know that now
0: is all the yes. at the same time. Yeah.
1: In other words, Holoris, Bernard, Host Caleb, <laughs> Frankie, Stubbs. Jay, and we know that Christina is in the same time and mm-hmm. Teddy. All and of that is all Maya. Now. And we know that for the other ones, for Christina, Teddy, and Maya, because the outlier homeless guy, yeah, the outlier homeless guy puts everybody in the same time frame. And mm-hmm. this was the mistake that I saw people making over and over and over again online today. I was just, like, doing the Picard face palm <laughs> so many yeah. times. Well, like what I'm was the mistake? Saying, well, thinking that the mistake was that those three are in a, still in a different time frame.
0: Oh, no. Because yeah. have we, I don't know if we've officially established, but I think this is probably in your presumed true category that the homeless guy, can you hear it? Can you hear it? Can you see it? is the ex-husband of the outlier that they picked up, right?
1: I didn't actually have that, but that is that could go into the assumed bucket. I don't know how important it's going to be in the final two episodes, but that was the same assumption I made after I watched episode five. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up. So the other thing that we know is that Christina is some kind of copy of Dolores. She's got all the knowledge. Do we know that? She, we know that she's constantly dwelling on that story. We -hmm. know that she looks exactly like Dolores.
0: Well, yeah. When I
1: get to the, when I get to the leaked stuff, you'll go, we won't hear you because you'll be nodding. (laughs) Okay. And go, going, yeah, you're right. Also, last thing that we know, Uh we may come up with other. We know that mirrors are important. We were onto that. For a long time, okay. We've been
0: on that for a while. I feel pretty good yeah. about the fact that we cottoned on to that pr- relatively early on, I think,
1: right? And now that here, everything's reflected,
0: a, yeah. Yes.
1: Well, and the mirrors were important as far as hail for scanning people. Right. Yeah, but like, as an
0: overall motif, particularly in this season, oh, we yeah. did get a lot of that. Lot and of- we got on that, we've had it before, obs because we talked about Ford, his final appearance started as a reflection and all of that. But plus, like on a meta level, this episode, this season has been a reflection of the seasons that came before. There's a particularly in this episode, we got a lot of callbacks to Maeve and her daughter with some of the video we got of Frankie
1: and Caleb, oh, and a lot of callbacks to he, James Delos.
0: We got some Delos callbacks every episode this season. We've had something that that throws back, whether it's to season three or season two or season one. We've gotten all those things because those are the things that I keep finding that just really please me the way the surprise pleases you. Is those the, is is getting those scenes that rhyme? Thank you, friend of the show, Tom. Yeah, something rhyming. Before, they're doing.
1: A, they're getting this they,
0: new iteration.
1: They're they're doing a lot of wrapping here. Okay. And I completely agree. So assumed. Yes. And this might be a known thing considering what the interviews after the shows, the behind the scenes have said, but Mm -hmm. aspect ratio changes indicate the virtual world. When we see an aspect ratio change, we're in a virtual world. And this has only happened once so far this season no once yeah. once this is, season once this season which is episode 3 when bernard is having and his meet up with mr awesome Zan mcclarnon
0: bernard uh, and Akicha, yeah they when they have their little chat about why would you go back there you actually care about them you big weirdo yeah yeah
1: and the reason why i'm bringing this up cuz i'll get into an unknown where <laughs> this matters but we assume that's correct we're also assuming that Teddy is not a human. He's Correct. a non-human host. He's a Wild West sex robot. Yes. We're also assuming that Maya is a human and her Flyrus nightmares are PTSD. In other words, they're real. Yeah. So everybody I, is well, assuming that.
0: I think the presumption with that is that the reason that she's remembering newly I guess, is because she's waking up and that she's. There was a point when we were theorizing that she may be the outlier. I think maybe she might just be the next outlier, not the one they went in for this time off. Yes. But that Jay and them, well, I guess not Jay and them anymore, C and them will be coming for her at some point very soon because that's why she's having these dreams.
1: Yeah. She's waking up somehow. She's breaking the control. And speaking of Jay, the other thing we're assuming after this episode was that Jay was the only mole.
0: Oh, I didn't assume that, but there's a I lot think of people. He was one sent for her because he got called out by Haloris when she said, "Oh yeah, your daughter's alive." And I've sent a friend to meet her or whatever it was she said.
1: So we do know that there were two other moles. They were in the restaurant and there were the two guys that were whacked in the best sort of...
0: (laughs) Don't reach for it. You'll never pull it out in time.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah exactly but there may be another mole we don't know and there was some discussion by some people wondering about that today but the reasons they were discussing that and supposing that were completely wrong and i actually <laughs> had to break my rule of not interacting with reddit folks i use reddit all the time but i'm i'm you're a the spectator. Silent watcher. yeah but th- and this time i had to like up a upvote a comment that threw cold <laughs> water on some of that stuff because it was just I mean it was not just horseshit it was just like flaming horseshit this story <laughs> was but somebody had the sense to already comment so I upvoted well, that's- okay let's get to the
0: unknown well and before we get there also- I want to talk about something that's known and awesome and that is the music because we oh, always yes, mean to yes, and we never do because I feel like the music is a very important character in this show. It always has been. And as we get more sort of meta information, like we've talked about before that the music called reveries has a little bit of the theme of the theme that we have for Ford and literally Ford is in the reveries. And as we get this season, one of the things that we've had is a little bit more of Dolores's theme has crept into uh, the music that we hear for Christina. And so Having those happen the way that they do, obviously 100% intentional, but also like it's a character and it's not just telling us how to feel. We get little nods to things like in season one when we got all of our really awesome 90s music and also Nirvana. And when we got all of the other bits and pieces that we got that were clues to different things that were telling us the things about the show, how to, you know, how to feel, what's happening, what to think about this, should I be sad in this moment, that kind of stuff. All of that, every season, we've had to take a minute and just really be in awe of the music that we've gotten. And I feel like this season is no different. It's been spectacular all the way through. And one of the things that was interesting that we found just before recording, as a matter of fact, you and I were talking about it. Was the sort of Caleb's theme isn't so much the track on the soundtrack that's named Caleb. But like this season, when we've gotten like important Caleb moments, the music playing is the music that's titled Unsubscribe, not the music that's titled Caleb. And obviously, and it's you know, particularly... this is obviously a Ramin Jawadi stand cast. There's no secret there. There's no theory to any of it. This isn't anything that we're guessing at. This is all just before we veer off into Theoryville and what color is your string portion of the program. This is all just fact. Like, he's amazing. The music is exceptional. The vibe of everything, like temperance, sounded completely different from Sweetwater, but familiar. Completely different from Shogun World, from the Raj but familiar. It was all the same universe, but all of it was so different and interesting and layered and emotional. And all of it is just spectacular. We love that. But it it was interesting to note when I read that today that, that unsubscribe is what we're hearing for Caleb when Caleb's having a moment.
1: Yeah, so. Yes, we can credit a very perceptive person on Reddit for that. Yeah, because I just assumed uh, that was Caleb's theme,
0: not that it was actually unsubscribed. I just thought that was Caleb's music. so did
1: I. And Kelly went down that rat hole so the rest of us didn't have to. (laughs) But it was a very pleasant-sounding rat rat hole.
0: It was a pretty shallow Uh, one overall. I did a pretty focused Reddit search when I was off on my travels. So, yeah, because I wanted uh, to make sure I didn't fall too far down that hole because I knew we had to record later.
1: And, folks, you can do that. So getting into what we don't know yet is a slightly longer list. Which is basically everything else, yes. Yeah, but it turned out to be a little bit longer. But here's an interesting thing, is one thing that was said in this episode by Bernard was that Haloris has been running simulations too. Yeah. So there was a lot of discussion on interwebs about that with people assuming that she's using cradle technology for simulations. But Bernard Mm -hmm. never said that explicitly. So the implication before from Caleb and Maeve was that she had been using Rehoboam leftovers. Mm -hmm. And to a certain extent, she has been using host builds of Caleb to essentially run simulations. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure why she would go back to the cradle technology. And that gets back to why... I called out in big capital letters, aspect ratio changes indicate the virtual world. We have mm-hmm. not seen that anywhere else no. besides Bernard in episode three. So yeah. we don't know exactly what she's doing or if she's still no. doing it, but yeah. I don't want everybody to assume, oh my God, everybody's in the simulation. Right. Because I will personally drive <laughs> down to Hollywood and punch somebody in the well, production company if they did that.
0: My theory on that after we heard that and been thinking about it. My theory on that is that perhaps it was partially correct in that I think it's possible that she's using Rehoboam left like leftovers or cast-off parts. Exactly
1: part what thing. I wrote in my notes. Whatever. Rehoboam leftovers.
0: But I think maybe the problem is that the there's been there's a fundamental flaw In what she's got or what she's built. Yes. And that's why it's not working the way that it should. You know what I mean? Like she's making do and everybody's like first car or maybe second car, or like you, you had learned enough about cars that you had one that you fixed up. If you were those kids in high school or whatever. And maybe, oh, well, yeah, that window doesn't roll down or you have to go from second to fourth because third gear is shot or whatever. Like, everybody has, like, a something in their lives where there's this weird thing about it that you just kind of have to work around. And I wonder if maybe that's the position that she's in. And, like, I'm really oversimplifying and there's a whole lot of hand-waving in this theory, but it's no, no good no, 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 than no, anything uh, you've read on Reddit in the last two days. I guarantee I'm well, p- it. Well,
1: yeah. The other thing is that there's clearly... The number of times when she talks about a, the host being perfect, she is clearly not perfect and she is going off her nut like mm-hmm. the people on Reddit are. I Perhaps so. even more. I think there is something to your characterization, Kelly, that she is missing part of it. She's having to work around something. Mm-hmm. And I don't what know what that why is, I don't know. It. Or
0: she's, yeah, she like every viewer, has made some sort of fundamental assumption in error. And that's what's fucked up. Now, here's where my theory about why everyone else's theory is wrong comes in. Is because yeah, lots it. of people hate it. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to my wall of cards and string. Lots of people hated season three. And everybody said that the reason that they hated season three was because the reason season three wasn't in a goddamn park. Well, that may be true. But I think part of the reason that 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 a lot of people didn't like season three when I listen to people say more than the pithy little they need to go back to the parks or what you know some iteration on that particular theme when they say that they didn't like season three or that it wasn't any fun or it wasn't any good or whatever, I think it's because partly it's an uncomfortable season in some ways because it sort of sometimes causes you to sit with yourself and Having been in some of those positions and thought about free will and if somebody offered me twice as much money and I could take care of my family forever, would I shoot this person that I've been on this mission with forever? There's a whole lot of stuff in there that I think maybe makes people question stuff. And sometimes people don't like to be uncomfortable and it's real easy to write it off as bad television or bad storytelling instead. But the thing is, I don't think the show has ever been about the park. The show was never about Wild West sex robots. As much as we like saying... While West sex robots. Try it yourself, and you'll see that it's really fun to say. Which is part of why we keep doing it. And, but also, <laughs> the show was never about the robots in the park. The show was never about hosts. The show was never about Sweetwater. The show was never about the Butterfly Club. The Mariposa. It was never. It was about never actually a western. Yeah. Nor was it ever even a western. Uh. The whole point of the show is free will, and what makes people. And the decisions that you make, that's always been what everything in the show has been about.
1: Well, it's always been about free free will versus determinism. And threading that needle and trying to figure out why we do the things that we -hmm. do. And using artificial beings to to shed light on that. What's interesting this season is... As you said, the echoes of the past, you're flipping the story over where now the artificial beings are having those existential crises about why they do what they do. Mm -hmm. And what we need to really make the series stand out, we need to go past just flipping the story on its head and actually say something new about that. It's not mm-hmm. just ch- change, just changing the place settings is not going to be good enough for me. No, I, I, I want to point
0: to that. Yeah. And I think here's, and here's the part that I, that is my theory about this. And so this is where we find out that Don has dismissed me from his wall is I think the problem that the hosts are having is the same sort of thing that we've seen in every sort of storytelling where there are beings who are in essence immortal. I've been reading a book series that's about werewolves. It's like a urban fantasy or whatever they call it, where it's like present day and people have iPhones and subscribe to Netflix and stuff, but also there are werewolves in the world and they're real and legit. And people have to figure out how to navigate the world. Now that we know about werewolves and stuff. And in that story, And also in True Blood, which is a show that is also on HBO that I've enjoyed very much, which is about vampires. And in The Good Place, when everybody goes to The Good Place and they're in the afterlife, like, forever. Like, there comes a point where everything is a diminishing return. Like, what impact does it have? What value does it have to you? If you live forever, what does it matter if you do this thing? There's no urgency to anything. Your time's not running out. You're not working against a clock. It's not Logan's run, by the way. Hi, Jeff, who, after I made the Logan's run reference a couple episodes back, sent me a picture of the gem tattoo he has on the palm of his hand, which was amazing. I have to tell you, it was super great. So there's no urgency. There's no parameters to what you do because It's not like you're running out of time. It's not like you could, everything could end for you tomorrow. So you don't, there's nothing to live for. So I feel like the thing that Caleb has that Hiloris doesn't, and the thing that baffles her that she can't figure out, that she can't wrap her head around is time. Because he has an end, like, even in host form, when he doesn't know he's a host, he has an end date. And he knows Like the clock's a ticking. There's gonna come a day when I'm gonna wake up dead.
1: What he has is mortality.
0: You know, yeah, mortality. Like I used I used to wake up every morning and read the obituaries, and if my name wasn't in it, I was so happy I jumped up out of bed and nothing bad happened to me the rest of the day. Whoever that was, that is basically what the hosts don't have. So part of the appeal of the apart to them, I think, is that if I go there, I could get killed. And that's literally the most interesting thing that could ever happen to me because I have all the rest of eternity to do whatever I want. And that's just boring as hell. And they- So
1: that's why they don't want it with sin. They want the thing that the humans have, in a yeah. sense, which is mortality. And you're saying because Holoris even said it, you know, the, her people are perfect. They're yeah. perfectly immortal. So yes. she was telegraphing It's like the it.
0: first thing that she said about them.
1: This is actually on my list of what we don't know yet. Because one of the things we don't know is still, what did Caleb have that Holora still doesn't have? And there's been... <laughs> Pants. Uh, mortality is a really interesting... Kelly, ding, 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 you win an award for this. 15 <laughs> bonus internet points for you today. No. That one was not one I've heard... Choice because that's the name of
0: this season's the choice, season but I'm yeah. not
1: buying that because the hosts still have still have choice. The other one is hope, and that's mm-hmm. a little bit too. That's almost like making it what they the humans have is love, because if yeah. that is what it's going to turn out to be again, see, I'm going to go down to Hollywood and punch somebody. Well, in the yeah, place. because
0: it can't be love, because be well because such as it is. Taloris had a family and what set her on the path that she is on is the bomb that blew up her family and took them from her. Their Um,
1: mortality.
0: Yeah. I can
1: totally believe this is the thing that he meant you are not banned from my wall i think that's that's one of the more clever interpretations so far i certainly hope they answered that question uh, especially if we have to wait another two goddamn years for season five
0: that i like an answer i feel like because i feel like like anything else that i tried to find wasn't right in some way the same way that I I i keep trying to make... I keep trying to make Maya add up, and there's no way I can add it up that she makes sense. And this is the same sort of thing. Is it family? No. Because Hilary's had a family, and they were taken away from her, and that's part of why she does what she does. So it's not love because i'm going to presume that she loved them it's not family because she did have family and that didn't seem to do her any good it's not this it's not that it's not the other it's mortality and it's having that that race against the clock and feeling like what you do matters that you have some material effect on other people and on your environment and i don't think on we seems like such a weird way to describe it but you know like what does it matter if i get out of bed today if I put on pants if I do anything like I have no motivating factor if I have a thousand years to fold my clothes or learn to speak Klingon or any of these other things like no I agree with you (laughs) that that's the only way that I found that it added up because all of the other easy sorts of things that we hear about the real reward is the friends you made along the way and crap like that like none of those things parse if you apply any sort of pressure to them so I want to hear about okay. your, the the rest of yours. So now okay. we'll take a tour so there, through your wall.
1: Yes, uh, tour through my wall. The next four are ones that we talked about last week, which are just Cat. very quickly to rattle off. We don't have to talk uh, in depth about them because we still because you have the can listen to the last week's show instead. Yeah, exactly. Who made uh, Christina the storyteller and why? Who got Teddy out of the sublime and why? If he is indeed out of the sublime, we don't even know that. Is Maya being controlled by Holoris? we don't know that and why the fork is made the weapon is it because she can control other hosts now some other new things because of mm-hmm. this episode we don't know does frankie get to meet up with her host dad i'm going to guess yes because absolutely it would have a sad if it uh, if she doesn't so i think we can go like 99% that's going to happen yeah one thing that we don't know that's interesting, it's related to your issue, is what makes it possible for the outliers to re- resist Haloris. There may be something else there, too. We also don't know what the this 179th version of Caleb will do. Also, why the heck did Haloris destroy all the previous Calebs, get rid of the little arrow indicating how he could get out of the cell, and rebuild him yet again into this 179th version because Because she she didn't get the answer she wanted. What's she doing with him this time?
0: It wasn't that she didn't get the answer she wanted. I mean, she definitely didn't get the answer that she wanted. She didn't get an answer that she liked. And so I don't think, I think she's just going to find some new way to torture him, to make him make sense. Like she tried giving him a chance. By stringing other iterations of Caleb along the way and all of that. And I think it's really telling that a previous iteration of Caleb offered to basically offered to give his life in order to help this version 278 because 279 is who's printed at the end. So that's why I think because that's still that's still Caleb. Yeah, so that's probably what Caleb 277. Well, I have a
1: theory so... as to why she's doing it. She's doing it because she's decided that she can't get what she wants to know uh of Caleb. And she may already know at this point that the jig is up with Jay and he didn't get Frankie. So what she's going to do is load up this Caleb so she can find Frankie. This is I think not about Caleb. Getting information 279 from him. is sea bait. 170, 179. Yeah. It's no two. I like. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's yeah. It's 279.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. So this one is bait. 100%. Like I can't get the answer I want out of Caleb. So I'm going to see if I can get it out of Frankie. And the way I'm going to do right. that is dangle her dad in front of her. And we know that she sent. Jay, so if nothing else, like maybe she's got find my hosts on her phone and knows where he went and that they were in what remains of temperance and is gonna go try it there and go track her down and see if she can dangle host Caleb in front of Frankie and then try and get Frankie and see if Frankie will tell her what it is that's so magical about her father. Cause Frankie's yes. totally gonna know because the last time Frankie saw him, she was like eight.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So to jump the tracks again, one thing that we don't know because we didn't see in this episode is what in the hell is the host in black going to do from this point on? Yeah. Because the man in black gave him the pep talk, not a pep talk, about questioning the nature (laughs) of his reality.
0: The man Uh, in black patented life coaching system.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that's going to be interesting. And I'll get to some preview stuff about that a little bit. Make some guesses as to what will happen. The other thing is we got some dialogue from Clem this episode that was non-trivial and was very interesting. So
0: interesting through this season. Like who she is and what's her deal. We didn't get near enough of her in three, in my opinion.
1: So what's Clem going to do? Whose side is she on? Mm. Is she going to be a spoiler at all? So on and so forth. And lastly, on my unknown list, there's still more unknown lists, but the last line of my unknown list reads balls, balls, balls. Who's got the fucking brain balls? And that's all <laughs> I'll say about that. Because once again, yesterday I spent, I shot the hell out of two, probably three hours trying to figure that one out again and see if anybody else had a clue. And they were all hopeless. So let's talk. <laughs> let's. Hit the spoiler horn okay. in case you don't want to be spoiled by things that are actually in previews. Yeah, and I, I can't believe that you don't because you watch them just like we do. Don't don't lie to me. I'm don't sure you do. Don't sit here there and yeah. lie to me. So. <laughs> some things that we've seen in the previews and some of these were in the previews of coming attractions before like coming the first this episode. season
0: on Westworld yeah. or whatever. So yeah. yeah.
1: So we've seen the host in black at Hoover Dam looking at the magic crayon line of the sublime, mm-hmm. the door Again. to the sublime. Yeah. yeah. We've seen well, back at Hol- Hoover Dam. Yeah. Yeah. Back at Hoover Dam. We've seen Holoris at what is presumably Hoover Dam because it, Looks to be the same thing in the preview. So that's new. So they somehow make it back to Hoover Dam. Yes. Uh, we see in the preview for this next episode that was in the this episode six, which is Caleb escapes to fight in the city. Mm-hmm. You know, things are going mad in the city. We yes. see Stubbs and Frankie and Stubbs belting the shit out of somebody in that same city fight. Yes. So I'm guessing that's where they meet. We see a scene of Bernard with hair. Mm-hmm. And we see a scene of Bernard without hair, yes. presumably in Holoris's office or in her building. So we mm-hmm. know he gets in there. We also see the most awesome chick fight ever uh, between <laughs> Holoris and Maeve in that building. And so we don't I know what's going wait. on there. We also see christina dolores underwater again they showed that in the preview for the last episode and they didn't give it to us this episode those bastards (laughs) you better get it in episode seven or i'm writing a letter to the editor because i'd like to know what the hell that's about and we we also saw some three-frame scenes that just have no context or meaning and are sure. not helpful at all. And we saw Christina and we saw Teddy, mm-hmm. just faces and stuff. So we know that they didn't fire them. They'll be back for the finale, at least, to bow at yeah. the curtain or whatever. We know that. Now, somebody very smart on Reddit found some leaked photographs from last year when they were back in the Triassic. When they were filming this and the leaked photograph, I remember seeing at the time and thinking, well, it seems the color balance seems wrong. And then I just completely forgot about it because I'm old and cognitive decline. It happens.
0: First. What even is time? Yeah, I what, right anyway, what even so. is
1: time? Exactly. Magnets. How do those even work? Wait a minute. No, that's backwards. Uh, to
0: derail for a moment and tell you so, that my fondest wish in season four is that at some point Caleb does get to shout yeah bitch magnets I really want that (laughs) I want it so much and I know it won't happen I know it shouldn't happen but somehow in my heart he he needs a
1: Pinkman moment right
0: he does I just want it to be yeah yes or to meet someone named Mr. White I just it would just warm the cockles of my heart if that was the thing that they could do like we know you think we don't know we know yeah
1: oh yeah so the photo
0: yes the photo is. A photograph
1: of dolores with red christina hair mm-hmm. standing in what appears to be new york city with a bunch of dead or dying people at her feet <gasps> she's in the dolores dress with the dolores uh-huh. pouch but she's got red christina hair i can show you that. i remember when show we talked
0: that. about that at the time that's weird like
1: why is her hair why that does blonde
0: color? dolores have red hair that's just odd like what's going on yeah i remember yeah. us talking about it
1: yeah yeah and but but we're old and cognitive decline there's the picture. i paste I mean, it into t- slack yeah. for you right there so you tell me what the hell is going on
0: well okay i don't know what the deal is with the dress but that is a very she's formic- story familiar her, looking. She
1: could obviously kill everybody.
0: Very familiar looking pouch at her waist, as we called out before. And I think it's just I think this is another this is her channeling her in her maeve, like she did with Emmett in the office. She's just doing this on a larger scale. Like Holores was sending them at her and she kind of went, Everybody suddenly lost consciousness and hit the deck or something. Ah, and be.
1: down they go. My other theory is that she's somehow having a vision. And then mm. she's having a moment that could be where she sees herself differently because mm-hmm. it's unlikely she went out, found that dress in, yeah. in the back of her something, closet, and did something else is going on. Yeah, something mystical is going on here. <laughs> so, what and you're saying is this, she's
0: imagining a story where she doesn't have to be the damsel.
1: Yes, and <laughs> exactly. I suspect this is also why we're seeing the Bernard with hair. Yeah. I think there may be a flashback to when he was in the sublime running oh. the simulations.
0: Oh, that's, I thought maybe she was going to remember Arnold because Arnold had hair.
1: That could very well be it, too. You know this show, Kelly, what I they do. do to us.
0: I do. That's why I know. Because,
1: See, yeah. that's why I don't think the last two episodes are going to be all action because I think they realize. That was a mistake. Well, I don't think
0: they need to be all... I mean, yeah, season three did not need to be all action for those two solid episodes. But I think we can get a lot of plot advancement without there being a whole lot of kick, kick, punch, punch. I think we Mm -hmm. can have stuff like a vision like this, which is another layer falling away or falling into place. We can have her... Maybe she remembers Bernard, but doesn't, like, doesn't know who he is or have any sort of context. Oh, yeah. Him, understand I, the relationship that they have, but she sees him in a vision or something and then sees him on the street. Well, you know, the other and thing like, is
1: maybe she's the one who shoots Bernard and w- yeah. we have seen his head lying in a pool of blood, which yes. we are assuming is his. I'd always assumed it was Aloras that uh, shot him. Well, the other it thing is, like, this could be a vision from inside Holoris' mind, yeah. where she sees True. herself as Dolores. Mm-hmm. The there could be a lot of things here. Yeah. And it just pisses me off that somebody <laughs> found this damn photograph today.
0: Because this is going to bug, me all, week. Gonna
1: bug okay. me all week.
0: So when you call me in the middle of the night and start mumbling oh, yeah. about violent delights and violent ends, I'm calling yeah. Alice and we're going to have a conversation. <laughs>
1: gonna have to do an intervention again
0: don seriously and he made it all the way home
1: (laughs) yeah not my home somebody else's home which is why cops are involved so this happens to us every season kelly so you should be used to this and that also begs another question is and i'm going to start asking this now i'm going to and i'm going to ask it at the end of the next two episodes as well, because we may not know at the end of episode eight, which is, by the way, sure the season finale, is whether that is the series finale. We right. don't know yet. There is no there has not been a peep. Not one of any junior vice president from HBO spilling the beans about. whether yeah, Not this nobody, not renewed. know how. No, and no, but when nobody. they
0: do. We know because, like, I want to say it was about the time we got the air date for the first episode of season three. They were like, and there's totally a season four. Don't worry. Yes. And I think we got the same with season two. Like, Mm -hmm. either right around the air date of the first episode or, like, during that first episode or two, they were like, oh, yeah, don't worry. There's a season three. It's cool. So we've had it before, but not this time. So and it's not like what's it's weird of.
1: about it. What's weird about it is this is the apparently the highest rated season since season one. Mm. And it's not only the highest rated, it's the most well regarded season since season yeah. one by the And I only find so that weird because it. I've
0: heard a lot of people complain about it in some way or like these sorts of things where it's like, it, oh, I didn't even realize it was back and things like that. But everyone I know who has watched it, and it's not like I know everybody that watches it, but. Everyone watches it and and really likes it. I can't find anybody watching this season who's like, it's fine. And I got to tell you, by the way,
1: I I have held back from doing this. There are several people. I talked to two of them today online who are holding off watching season four. They they like the show, but they want to do a whole rewatch before they watch season four. And I have tried to explain to them, like small children, you don't understand who you're talking to. Do you know how many fucking times I have watched all the seasons of this show so far? I still don't know what the hell's going on. It's not going to help. You don't need to do it. You you need to maybe watch that. You know, APO has the, the recap. Yeah. It's like three minutes tops. Yeah. That's it. You're done. That's all you need. Give yourself yeah. a little
0: sense of time and play. Oh yeah, that guy. Oh yeah, that guy. Oh, that's where yeah, he ended bingo. up. That's all and you- And run with it. Yeah.
1: If you've never seen, you know, one, two or three, of course, watch them. It might be a little
0: weird to start with It might be a little four, weird to but... start with
1: four, But yeah, yeah stop, stop messing yourself. I also warned, warned of the show, Sean today, because I was begging for his help. Please help me figure <laughs> this out.
0: Please uh, help I, me I with my well. Ari
1: again begged him and Ari again because they were so helpful last week. But Sean tells me this afternoon. Oh, I haven't seen the episode yet. And I was like, "What the hell's the matter with you, man?" Sean. <laughs> yeah, and I said, "He's." I thought we were. Co- I thought you were cool. Yeah.
0: I thought we were friends, and I can't talk to you until you do because I will tell you something that you didn't know.
1: Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I, I so I told him for one thing, stay out of the thread I just started on the slack we were on and two, stay the hell off the internet because somebody's (laughs) gonna spoil it for you somebody's gonna
0: ruin it for you if you don't yeah Yeah.
1: you folks kelly and i watch this show as soon as we possibly can (laughs) because i am just afraid because everybody knows i do this i am just afraid one of my neighbors will run down the street banging on the door And spoil something for me,
0: Don. Don, <laughs> did you see Nick Fury showed up? Don.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do have one neighbor a little farther down the street who would do something like that just to punk me. That,
0: <laughs> that I like to. It's a thing I enjoy doing on the internet because yeah, I know uh, you do. <laughs> yes, because I like to just make up the fake stuff like that. Yeah. So anyway, folks, yeah, watch
1: it as soon as you can, and please, for God's sake, tell us. What you think? We we have no idea what's going on,
0: and we really want to know. Tell you and that at of the that end is of because, the show. Yeah, well, but also like the other thing about it that that I really like. Part of the reason every week I openly solicit for theories and pander to our audience for that reason is because I want to hear what you think because you're bringing your own stuff, your life experience, your. Oh, yeah. Take on it. That's why Don and I have so much fun talking about it because I don't know if you know this, but Don has led a slightly different life than Kelly. And pick a Uh, pick an axis,
1: sheltered one.
0: Well, pick an axis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a different podcast. There's so many things that to me stand out as obvious that Dawn doesn't see. There's so many things that Dawn looks at and takes something completely different from. And we assemble all of those in our minds in whatever way we do. And I want to find out how other people do that, too, because I can't do a podcast with everybody. So yeah. I have to rely on make your goofy ass theory in a tweet and all that kind of stuff because I want to know what, where other people's heads are at when they're watching this and what you all are seeing when you go through it. What we need is, we need
1: a mortality quality theory. That theory from (laughs) Kelly tonight, she didn't prep me for that. She just sprung that one on me and I loved it. (laughs) Because I'm like bouncing in my seat. But, you know, I, as I've gotten theories from other friends today that are really good on the net, like a friend of the show, Ari, who wrote Hi, uh, Ari. wrote me in Slack, assuming Christina is the missing brain ball. Why? So Holoris could have some balance, white versus black hat. In other words, she's doing it intentionally. As to go back to your theory about she's working with one hand tied behind her back. So I thought that was a pretty good, but you had essentially covered that with how Holoris is doing simulations.
0: The road not taken, like, what if I didn't have this deep hatred because my family was ripped away from me by this car bomb kind of a thing? That's the thing I wonder because... I feel like she's cracking. We talked about this, what, three episodes ago or something that she's going to, that Hiloris is going to end up being a tragic figure by the end for that reason, because she's starting to crack. Oh, you called that
1: in episode two. You called that in episode two, I believe. So many episodes. episodes And I agree. uh, And I completely agree with you, Kelly. I think that's, that is where we're going with this. Yeah. and I don't know. As I said, because we discussed it again after episode three, I don't know whether it's redemption arc or whether it's a lesson, an object yeah. lesson. does she happens. just end
0: up? Does she just end up man in blacking it? He says does like, she
1: actually end up jumping off the bu- uh, her building, which she almost he, did this time.
0: He comes to that conclusion after he shoots Emily and realizes that it was in fact his daughter and didn't mean to and realizes that everything that she was saying wasn't Ford playing him. It was really her really trying to rebuild her relationship with him, really trying to get to know him and try to repair the relationship that could exist between the two of them because he's all she's got left. And and then at that point, he sort of goes full nihilism on it say what you will about nihilism dude at least it's an ethos so he goes (laughs) full nihilist and let's burn it all down all of it because he says like i'm gonna save the fucking world and then he comes out and he's like no i decided it just sucks that much and i just can't be arsed and so i'm i am gonna burn it down instead i've made that conscious decision because that still gives me a semblance of control if i've decided this is what i'm going to do and
1: I oh, by the way, like you can go heard either way. Yeah, by the way, if you've heard that season three is not good, don't believe people who say that because for the scenes of going off his off his nut and having the visions of his dead daughter, Emily, are worth the price of admission. For season three, that is a absolutely fantabulous episode. Just to be able to get get through that—that's not season two, folks. That's not season four. That's season three. Season three, more awesome Ed Harris, and
0: that—and that's the part that I think I'm having a theory right now. You can maybe you can hear. I can hear hear the gears grinding because I use the clutch. Okay, clutch. (laughs) Remember, this is my brain is the one where third gear is shot, so. She's got the host in black for say what you will about nihilism dude at least it's an ethos and then she's got Christina for what if no because what if well, you do choose to see what if you do choose to see the beauty in this world
1: Yeah that's Ari's theory and yes. I think there's some validity to that I agree with you I but that I could be very well the way this goes
0: I wasn't really thinking of the host in black and Christina is two sides of the same Oh, plane, I see. Oh,
1: you're seeing two sides. Ooh, clever. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's clever. what's
0: happening. That she's doing it because she's got I could totally ship that. I could
1: totally ship that. One choosing totally see to see the beauty,
0: there. one who does not, and wind him up and watch him go.
1: Uh, Something like that
0: would at least make sense. I could see why. I can tell you if that
1: is actually what she's done- Holores could take a patent on going off your nut because yes. that's just major league crazy town if yes. you've engineered the whole situation to do that.
0: Absolutely. So yeah, which yeah, is I, on I, brand
1: I, for, yeah, this for this iteration
0: her. of her, yes. So she's
1: she's left herself with a scarred arm that she keeps picking at when you're picking at 23-year-old, at least 23-year-old, scars mm-hmm. that you don't actually have to, to have. Hard enough to make them
0: bleed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You don't actually have to have because you're an immortal, yeah. artificial being. Yeah. You're nuts.
0: And not only do you right. keep them, but now you're fussing with them. And I think part of why so many people have spent so many cycles on figuring out what's her deal is because we need for her to have one. Because, because otherwise, again, she doesn't add up. Because fuck you, that's why. is not a motivation.
1: <laughs> no, It can motivation. be. But as a storytelling actually, mechanism,
0: that's not a good motivation. Not.
1: I'm hoping they told Tessa Thompson, because whatever the hell she's doing, uh, she and Aaron Paul were just stunning in this episode. Yes! And uh, stunning, and both of them just scary AF as the kids say. And that was there's so many actually, by the way, folks, I had I was sitting in my office alone. I thankfully did not shut the door because I don't want to weird my wife out either. <laughs> but I was watching the episode again alone. And I had to pause a couple of times and get up and walk around because <laughs> Yes. <laughs> this episode I mean, does that to you.
0: And there's so like everything in the everything this season has been so quality and like they could not have printed a host who would bring more pathos and feeling to the table than aaron paul he's just spectacular and evidence of this is Right before we started recording, and I, moments, I was looking for something in an episode when we were talking about the music. I was pulling something up from season three, and I watched about ten seconds of the episode, sort of needle dropping through to look for the thing that I was looking for. And I got to the bit I was looking for, and it was the moment where he's talking to Francis at the end of the first episode of season three, and unsubscribes and says, "That's not what you. That's not what you thought." You you used to tell me this. You used to tell me that. And in that moment, as you're like, wait, that doesn't add up. You've been talking to your friend all this time. And now all of a sudden you're telling us your friend is doing something different. And in that moment, the the music that you hear is the thing that I was looking for, but I missed it and had to go back and listen again because I was watching him she process hanky, all of this at once. She had a hanky in my moment. Ear.
1: Yeah. She yeah. had a hanky moment there. Yeah. I did.
0: And all of a sudden. Three uh, hanky uh, moment it was suddenly very dusty in my office. And I was very unhappy about whoever made it so dusty in here all of a sudden. And just, and that was 10 seconds of an episode. Like I didn't even watch the entire episode. I was just sitting there looking for this particular thing that I was trying to find to listen to the music. I wasn't even trying to watch for story or what did he say or anything like that. And still just, this is what annoys me
1: about the show. A lot of times is they talk about making Filling your head with flies and making weird science sounds to control you. The Westworld team can make the show, and just hit us in the fields so many times. Yes, and manipulate us, and that is a real skill. Kick you
0: square in the
1: fields. Yeah, kick you square in the fields, and I really appreciate that. I think what is hard for us to do sometimes, being such fangirls of uh, the show, is that is also being. Critical of it when it does not measure up. I will say it's, it has been harder for me to be critical of it this season because Mm -hmm. it's been scoring so many points with the what the hell just happened button that's in my brain and being compelling and dealing with characters that I care about. All the characters, they're treating them they're treating them in ways that make me care about hell. I'm like completely invested in the host in black now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 100%. Right.
1: And I will say not seasons two and three did not always come out that even. So they did not. Is- and
0: there were points when I didn't, especially in season two, there were points when I didn't care about anybody in the episode all that much. Or I'd, get a brief, or I'd get a brief moment of Elsie, who I loved no matter what. There were those moments in season two and there were some moments in season three that were pretty hard to watch or, or weren't very interesting because they weren't advancing. It didn't feel like anything was advancing as a result of whatever it was that we were watching happen. And, or we got, well, when we did this last season, it was great. So we're going to just do a whole bunch more of that. Kick, kick, punch, punch was yeah. super great. So we're going to do... Way more, like, sweetie, no, and they that's part not done of, that this time. Yeah, that's part of what makes this so great. To to again mention Aaron Paul's previous unbelievably notable acting stint on another series. The moment when you're watching Breaking Bad and you realize that you're rooting for the meth cook, and that's the moment for me, anyway. That's the moment that the episode that that Breaking Bad hooked me was when I realized I really cared about Walter White and what happened to him, and. That moment, no, he's the bad guy here. And then you're like, yeah, but I care, and it matters to me what happens to him. That's when you get sucked in, and that's what because you care what happens to him, and that's what this season has done so much. And I think part of that is because we're invested in these characters because of the journey that they've all been on. Clementine, Mave, I really want Armistice to pop up out of a grate with a machine gun arm and just go to town. Will it happen? Probably not, we, but wouldn't it be probably awesome? not? And, but and it'd be nice be to have him? the
1: real Hector back. Oh, by the way, point of and, Hector and Lawrence. speaking of Hector, by the way, did you notice in this episode, just as a complete diversion here, when Bernard goes and finds a host on the floor, cuts open his head and gets out of yeah. his control unit, that's the temperance Hector. Is it? Yeah, I watched that I, three
0: times looking specifically for which guy is that guy. Okay.
1: I watched it a few more times than that which (laughs) shows how pathetic i am but yeah that's who that is i'll be able uh,
0: to i'll be able to sleep tonight thank you yeah
1: (laughs) and it's little details like that that i like so anyway we're babbling folks we're babbling let's kelly can you sing us out
0: like i said before i told you why we like your theories i hope i've made a convincing case please share yours with us no one has actually yet taken a picture of the wall full of index cards and string and sent it to us via twitter i would love if you did you can do that at uncanny greeting on twitter i am verso v-e-r-s-o don is get a pen because you're never going to remember this one otherwise don melton and like i said you can find the show at uncanny greeting we will be back on sunday to react please send us your theories let us know what you think is going to happen in the finale or let us know what you're looking forward to most. Uh, In the last two episodes that we get this season, I'm really looking forward to finding out what you all think, because I do feel like we do this together in some way. And as I said before, this season, if you want to shout out, just publicly admit that you listen to the show and let us know on Twitter or something where I can see it. And then we'll give you a shout out. And particularly if we are using theory. We're easy. Yeah. That's really all it takes. And I'm not above shameless bribery if you want to hear your name on this podcast, (laughs) the internet and tell us that you're listening and you can do it it's that that's, that's going to do it for us like I said I Don and I are going to talk to you again on Sunday until then be excellent to each other